When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers were presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning. What up, baby? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? How was the weekend, Key? What we do? Man, I'm, I'm good, Jay. Man, I'm just... I keep getting darker and darker, man. It's so hot <laughs> out here, you know? <laughs> Sun just... Sun be beaming. You try to get away from it, it just don't. I mean, I'm already a, a dark, you know, dark brother, but this just be like getting me almost to the purple stages. Got to put on the sunblock. Nah, actually, no, we. I don't. I don't wear sunblock, and I know I'm promoting the wrong thing. Well, I just can't. <laughs> it's okay, I, Jay. By the way, man, neither do wear, I. That's you know a problem. What, but that's the it's thing. okay you if you I, wear it, Jay. It's I don't. Okay. I, I don't. I can't. I don't have the time to put. I we, got two kids, man, with a third on the way. I don't. There's not enough time. We, in we the day. understand if your wife tell you to put it on. Oh, Jay. of course, my it's wife okay. tells me to put it on. But you we had I mean, I, good, man. Everything was good. Uh, Key, you know what the weather was in, in, in the East Coast? You'll appreciate this. You know when it's people want it to be warmer than it is because the sun's out? Then <laughs> you get out, and it's like they go out, and people are in shorts and stuff, but it's really like 48, 50, 52 degrees, yeah, degrees 54 it. degrees. It ain't like that, but people but are kind of get- pretending it is. But you still get the rays from the sun, though, yeah. so you'll get a little tan, I think, right? Yeah, I, I, right, I mean... <laughs> I got. I, I if you look at my face right now, it would argue against that. But yeah, you're supposed. No, to. we. Uh, it was theory. good, man. The weekend was, the weekend was good. USC had their spring practice, their final uh, spring game on Saturday. Yeah. Um, I went to a birthday party on Saturday. Brunch. It was good. I mean, everything was. You know, everything was, as they say, copacetic. Yeah, yeah. my son is just all he knows how to say is ball. Mm. Bah, I'm like, Raising him right. You are God's oh, I thought you was gonna say to something else, Jay. <laughs> Come on. Thought you was gonna say no. I thought you was gonna say like your daughter, Keyshawn, my favorite guy. No, she yeah, my daughter does like Keyshawn. Mm-hmm. It's a, if we were in the car coming back from Chicago, say, Daddy, where's Keyshawn? I'm like, just stop. <laughs> don't you're, don't say hey, this man, on speaker she, right now. Don't give this loves, man any ammunition. She loves Keyshawn. She does love Keyshawn. She's so annoying to me. I'm like, love <laughs> me. Jay was doing a good night call with his daughter, and she's like, all right, can I say good night to Keyshawn? It was, I was the like, funniest oh, God. thing, the cutest thing. <laughs> the last thing this man needs. And he was like, yeah, your daughter yeah. loves me, Jay. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> I'm probably like a cartoon character to her. <laughs> so, uh, you so, know who else is like a – all right. There's no, you know, like a, a transition. Max, what did you do this weekend, yeah, Max? <laughs> well, we're going to talk about it later in the show, I think. But uh, Any more uh, ailments with the back, picking I, up a wiffle ball? Oh, you know, there's all kinds of stuff with my back. But I went, to, I went out to eat on Saturday night and had reservations. Okay, yeah, I, we'll talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to talk about, like, how long do you wait for your reservation? Great question. Like, if you make a reservation 845, how long are you supposed to wait before you're like, nah, I'm out? That's the question. Yeah, that's we'll a tease, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, guys, it is time for Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No contract. Oh, no. For time for Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. I say the other part later, but this part is where Stephen A. Smith says this. I feel bad for anybody who was his teammate. He quit on LSU. 
He quit on the Philadelphia 76ers, and now he ain't showing up for the Brooklyn Nets. We can point to all the excuses, all the rationale behind it that we want to. I do recall, despite him not playing, he still filed a grievance to collect $20 million that he has not earned. This is one of the most pathetic situations that I've ever seen in my life. He ain't going to war. He ain't going in the octagon. He's not going in a boxing ring. It's pulling teeth to get this man to play basketball. It's pathetic. It's sad. And at the end of the day, when the NBA gets in the collective bargaining table and they go after the players in terms of a pay-for-play stipulation in the collective bargaining agreement, it's going to be called the Ben Simmons rule. The Ben Simmons rule. That's straight talk wireless. No contract, no compromise. Stephen A. talking about Ben Simmons. Jay, he not only could you have to read between the lines with some people like who talk to he clearly he's talked to people, number one, Stephen A. And number two, he makes a persuasive case. If I were Ben Simmons' teammate, I couldn't look him. I couldn't look at him in the eyes. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't look at you. It doesn't matter. Even if you play the entire year next year, I'm wondering, when are you going to quit on our team? And I know he has a back injury. I get it. Uh, But in a do-or-die game four, actually, you can even go back to game three. There was no difference between game three and game four. It was a a day-and-a-half wait, right? So, I mean, they played on Saturday. So my thing is, I needed you to play. We needed you to be on the court. And here's my major qualm about it. Brooklyn Nets, what are you doing? Why are you even leaking information insinuating that he would play in the first place? Why even put him in that position to make him talk about whether he was going to play? Key, you keep all that stuff under wraps. You, You don't say anything. If he comes back, you make it an element of surprise. At least give me some strategery. In the way you go about like competing against the Boston Celtics. You know what I mean? You don't make a statement, oh, he's going to come back game four before the series even starts. Why are you setting yourself up and him up if you're questioning whether this guy is accountable to begin with, Key? Did they? Did the Brooklyn Nets say that or did somebody have a conversation with an insider and an insider said it? Because I don't ever recall the actual Brooklyn Nets stepping out and saying, Jay, you're close to the – situation in the in the organization there so you probably have a little more deeper intel than myself here's what i would say about ben simmons and i understand what Stephen a is saying but when somebody is hurt man and they have back issues regardless if they could try to run the floor shoot around whatever the case may be i wouldn't necessarily deem him as quitting on his team i think that's a little bit much it's a little harsh out there I wouldn't say he quit on LSU because he was getting ready for the NBA. What it's just like when you are in the uh, the, the final four of college football, and I mean college football, and you're not in the final four. I'm, I'm getting ready for the draft, man. I'm not getting ready to go play in the potato bowl. So I, I, I get it, the disappointment by everybody who wanted to see Ben Simmons be a part of the Brooklyn Nets after the trade with James Harden, but I would never deem him as a quitter on his team. I think that's a little harsh. I just do. Yeah, it's just, Kiwi, for 11 days, he was practicing and going four and four and not really having any issues with his back. Look, I don't see the point in bringing him back for game four just because if he wasn't ready for game three, why would he be ready for game four? It's a day apart. So I understand the rationale, but there is something inside of me, though, Key. Like, if you are able to play, I'll give you an example. Scotty Barnes. Well, if we, baby, Scotty you Barnes, know, Jay, Scotty you, Barnes know, is on you and leg, I both man. know. Yeah. If, it, if we can play, you, you play, man. we going to play. Yeah, yeah, you, There's you, no you question about that. Key. But maybe he really can't 
play. But maybe he, he, but just because you can practice, don't mean you can play if it's a light practice. Key, man, the, the dude three three days ago was talking about playing. I'm with, but here's what Steve, here, here's what Stephen A. said that was so persuasive. Not only obviously, like, like he starts to go down the list. Boom, boom, boom. He he. Like, what would Bill Parcells say, Key? He wasn't there for this team, wasn't there for that team, wasn't there for different reasons, but he won there, right? But what he said that's persuasive is he's not getting in the octagon. He's not getting in the boxing ring. And, and I got slipped discs, and you, I could barely move, so I get it. But but he's you can if you're, if you're good enough to practice and your but team pra- is down but, but in see, an that's, 3 hole, that's you can't get you, out on the court for a few don't minutes. Don't look at practice and judge that. Practice ain't – you know what practice is, Max? Mm. Practice, and you know this, Jake. You play basketball. Practice is drills, a couple drills, sure. stopping. Hey, what do we do here? Okay, I need you to set a screen over here because we're going to do this on the backside. Cut there. It ain't 10 minutes of flying up and down the court full speed. Key, it's not all that. It's not. It's the fact that he was 4-4. Four four. It's the fact that he's on the sideline wearing different outfits, wearing shades inside the Barclays Center. He can't it, be on the floor. No, no, no. I, I, I'm not saying it's one thing. I'm saying it's a combination of all of it, Key. It's him three days ago I, saying, I can't wait to be on the court to give out for my teammates. What it's are we a, talking about? It's the fact that we're talking about. What are we talking about? It's, dude, come on. We just need you for 10 minutes, no, man. No, I mean, like, Key is Even giving, him showing up. Hold on, Max. Even him showing up on the court for five minutes, Key, would have dispelled all this. Five yeah, minutes. But if you, what, even if you sure? say, I can't go. If, I can't, why, I can't but why, go. But why even do that, though? You Why even pump fake because somebody? Because it's about principle, about who you are. You can't you can't pump. I, I wouldn't want him to do that. If you can't go, don't go, man. Go sit down. Like, Key, Just go sit down I, if you can't you go. What you're saying, yeah, what you're saying I is. Mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Plausible. Not a game. Not a game. Practice. Not a game. We're talking about practice <laughs> the ai I say, man. but what you're saying is plausible like key it fits the facts i'm just saying like i, I mean I it looks bad at the very least looks bad, it man. looks bad at least it looks bad at least like, like i said i go back to the team key because i would have never to... said i would have never said he was going to come back to begin with i would yeah, never well, put I, I don't know i mean i never heard the actual team that's, say what, it. I, well, that's what i'm saying i, I never heard, heard individuals say it well, based on got, getting information from Probably some front office executives that was hoping he was going. Well, that's what I'm saying. You keep your shell tight. You know, what I mean? you keep your team tight. Nobody knows nothing because we ain't saying nothing to nobody. Well, I mean, of course, if I'm running the organization, everybody has a muzzle on. But that's exactly. not the way the Brooklyn Nets are running their organization. I, I just, I just think it's a bit much, though. When the we go all the way back to when he was returning to Philly, everybody was saying he was scared. When in fact, it was actually his back. And now look where we're at. Now he's quitting on his this, team, and it was his back. This sounds like a lot of Much excuses, man. more on the Nets facing elimination tonight. Can, can, can KD and Kyrie get you one like Jokic did? Just get you one. Jay tells you why Kyrie is tone deaf. That's in 30 minutes. But then there's another number one pick we haven't seen all season, and it may be time for him to return, too. That's next. We're back in less than two minutes on most ESPN radio stations. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... 
Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. These 845, I have this 845 reservation. Okay. Late. That's a late dinner for Because it was a last second thing. We're going out for dinner. Yeah, 845 is late. Yeah, late. very late for me. Very but, New Yorkish. But this is why. I, I, matter of fact, I'm going to shout out the place. Why not? They, yeah. It's a East Hampton Grill. Okay. okay. Fancy new place. I haven't Ooh. been. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll wait till 845 because it was last second and that's the best table. Okay. Show up at 845. Packed. Right. And people standing up waiting Ooh. to get in. Right. Mm-hmm. And the hostess is like, uh, she's trying, she's not, you know, Hello, she's Mr. Kellerman. She's got a lot. She's dealing with a lot. I see that. But we wait about 10 minutes or so, something like that. Did you stare her in the eyes when you walked up like, hey, this is this is me? Uh, like no. You- Sometimes okay. I will do that. I'll just show my face around <laughs> and see if someone will recognize. But but I, but you know, she didn't recognize me. And and I and so wait about 10 minutes. Key J. And finally, I'm like, how many tables are ahead of us? Because now we've been there almost 15 minutes. She said seven. Wow. Jeez. So what does that mean? That means I, I'm not – so we just That's bounced. That's another three we hours. Bounced. Yeah, we <laughs> bounced, went across the street to another place. But yeah, like, that's fine. How but long do you wait for reservations? I'm 30 max. Yeah, I'm going to give you – I'm going to give you – it depends on where I'm at. But I'm going to give you probably 30, but I hate to spoil it for you, Max. I ain't gonna have that problem though, no, uh, and you shouldn't have that problem. I, I normally I don't. You know but, why? But if you do though, Key. No, there ain't gonna be no do. Here, but if you do, <laughs> if they give you a free cocktail at the bar, a free cocktail or two, like I might be. Well, but yeah. this is way. This is where Max while. went wrong. At the first thing you're supposed to do, Max, gotta ask mm-hmm. something. Is you supposed to take a look around the room, and if you don't see a male, a male figure running around moving fast, you go to the bar, and then once you head to the bar, the most likely. The male bartender is going to recognize you and notice you and probably say, oh, man, there's my, hey, how you doing there, Mr. McKellerman? And at that point, you say, hey, can you, hey, man, I'm trying to get a table, me and my family and blah, blah, blah. And at that point, he'll come from behind the bar. He'll find the manager while you order that drink. That time that you waited 10 turns into 15, but it won't feel like 30 because you know he's working on it at a level that you were there's Appreciate. no doubt. There's no doubt, and I pull that move a lot. I just didn't like. I, it's too much. I just wanted yeah, to get seated. Effort. I didn't want to put in that kind of effort to get the table like within 15 minutes of when half hour, 45 minutes. Did and you, I think they do it on purpose. Did you I ask think to on, make man? it look popular. You you use your use your celebrity privilege ask. right off the right off the bat. <laughs> How are you going to compensate me for this wait time? <laughs> That's part I'll of your celebrity. That's part of your celebrity privilege, man. Use it. Smile. Let them know you're Max Kellerman. That's right. Handsome guy. Two D-list, three. D-list, E-list celebrity. We're back in uh, 10 seconds. G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. By the way, we're asking today, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Bigger disappointment, Nets or Lakers? You could also hit us up on the Twitter feed, at Key, J, and Max. Meantime, yo, the Pelicans are live. Mm-hmm. Jay, Key, the Pelicans are live. Max, are you starting to fly, believe me? Are Pelican you, fly. Are you starting to believe me when I told you that Bernie Ingram could be the number one option? Yes, yes. but okay. the first thing is what Key just did, that's like a nervous tick of mine, too. I can't hear the word Pelican without thinking, fly, Pelican, fly. <laughs> Key, when, I was on in L.A. on ESPN 710 when they first renamed the team, and I couldn't stop saying it. Fly, Pelican Fly from Scarface. Who could stop? Yeah, of course. But, yeah, man, they're flying now. <laughs> Brandon, yeah. Key, you remember when Ingram first got to L.A., number two overall pick? KD was like, oh, he looks like I'm looking in a mirror from when I was that age. But we all knew it's going to take some time. Be patient. Patient, patient. Finally, he's involved in the trade for A.D., right? He hadn't gotten there yet. He started putting up numbers, but to me, Jay, it always felt like empty calorie numbers. No, nah, but anymore. I wouldn't have never moved on from him in L.A. I would have kept him, but even for AD, me. well, I wouldn't. You don't. Okay, when a deal is being done, you don't have to give them everything that they want. Yeah, but you don't have, didn't have enough to hold back. I don't think they weren't going to be like, yeah, we'll take Kuzma instead of instead of Ingram. I don't. You could have, so. you man, you know, if AD would have said, "I want out," you you got to force it. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Try and lowball them. <laughs> Try and rake them over the coals. Yeah. It, it's not empty ca- stat- calories anymore, is it, Jay? No, well, because you got CJ McCollum and him. And I always wonder about what would this team be like with Zion Williamson. But I will say this here's a name that you guys need to pay attention to. He is the biggest pest in the NBA. In the NBA, Jose Alvarado. Jose Alvarado. And he's a rookie. Jose Alvarado pretty much locks CP3 down. He's picking. You ever go to uh, Key, you play pickup at 24-Hour Fitness or the YMCA, just trying to get a little sweat, inbound the ball. You got that one dude, just you turn around, he's like, ah, ah, pick you up full court. Like, man, get away from me, dog. This is pickup. Like, Too much I'm just energy. I'm here trying to get a, a simple <laughs> Patrick, sweat. Patrick Beverly Light. Yes, picks him up full court. CP3 last night, four points, two of eight from the field. And this is what happens when you don't have Devin Booker, oh. who drops close to 30 points a game. CP3 has dropped 19 points in both fourth quarters in which they were able to win, right? But it seems like the tread is wearing down on the tires. It's getting tired, mostly due to the way Alvarado picks him up, makes him work. I think the Phoenix Suns are in big-time trouble, man. Big-time trouble. You know, yeah, without Devin Booker, it certainly certainly seems to be that, right? Um, CP3 hasn't been able to just carry a team by himself, although he can get hot at any minute because he's a veteran player. But when you got Ingram cooking the way that he's cooking and, and, and McCullum doing the things that he's capable of doing, you got a guy in McCullum who's a veteran. And even though Ingram is a light veteran, McCullum's a better veteran. And when you're watching that sort of energy and that sort of style rubbing off on Brandon Ingram, this is what you're going to get. You got a guy who believes in another guy, and you look for leadership from him, and you say, okay, 
I now feel like I'm in a better place with a better team now. Now I can just be myself and do what I've always wanted to do, which was lead a team. So Monty Williams at the post-game presser, everything you guys are saying is right. The point about C.J. McCollum's influence Mm -hmm. on Brandon Ingram I think is obvious, right? Brandon Ingram maybe being the lead guy on a team that can get something done. Obviously, Booker's injury hurts the Suns a lot. Listen to Monty Williams after the game on the free throw disparity. But I'm going to say this, 42 to 15 in free throws. You, You can slice it any way you want to. In a playoff game that physical, that's amazing. That's hard to do in a game like that. And it's not like we don't attack the basket. That's really hard to do. And so, look, they, they outplayed us. They deserve to win. But that's, that's a free throw disparity that you have to look at. I love the way he just did that because it's like the typical coach speak, but, hey, they deserve to win. But, look, look at the free throw line. I'll bet you they get a few extra whistles. I'll bet you. Yeah, I, I mean, but, look, I, I think that <laughs> – I think Phoenix was a jump-shooting team. I, don't, I, I know they attacked a little bit here and there, but not at the same rate that they should have attacked. So I, I hear what Monty's saying, but I, I have to say that C.J. McCollum and the way he leads, there were multiple times last night where I see him in the ear of Brandon Ingram really pushing Brandon to be like – it's one thing when a veteran player comes in and is like, this is my team. It's another thing when a veteran player comes in and says, I know who I am, but we know if, it's, if we're going to be great, it has to be your team. And I think he's put CJ, I mean, he's put Brandon in that situation where he makes Brandon believe that it could be his team. Whereas when Brandon was in L.A., it was tough because everybody knew it was LeBron's team and everybody knew that the championship trophy was something they were going for year after year. And that was tough for a rookie to come into. Bring Zion back in if he's ready to go. I don't do it. Don't do it. Key, you bring Zion back in if he's ready to go. Back in in this series or wait one more? Mm, Well, you tell me. I probably I, – I don't know because it's hard for me to implement somebody into a lineup that hasn't been there the entire time, even though you may say, well, he knows the sets. He can be – he's practicing with them. It just – you know, if he's available to be somewhere in, in a sub package, then maybe, but not just all of a sudden implementing him into the lineup. But if he's available – for the sub package, which means, you know, 15 minutes or so, sort of like a Ben Simmons supposedly situation, I may take a look at that. Yeah, I would bring him back next series. Yeah, next series. For short stints, uh, put him on a pitch count to a degree. But that's my asset. That's my future superstar. I'm protecting him at all costs. I'm not not putting him in a situation right now where he hasn't played basketball in the full calendar year to say, come give me 10, 15 minutes. Maybe, not, right maybe not only does it not help you, but it damages him in the long run. But on the other hand, the question is, bringing him back, does it help you or hurt you right now? Because the Suns might be on the ropes right they now. They are on the ropes. And maybe a be. little push over the top, but if he – it's just like Ben Simmons on the other side when we thought he might play. Does he really help you right now? Yeah, but the question goes into then, then what do you do scheme-wise? Like how many touches does he get? Is, is he on the block? Does he put the ball in his hand? What does it do to Ingram? Exactly. Yeah. There's a whole chemistry thing that you have to kind of figure out on the fly, and that's the problem. One NFL player, is, is he homesick or is he sick of his – current home Keyshawn J. Will and Max the podcast we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Our mock draft, it begins today. You've been hearing so much about it on this show. And this is how it's going to work. You're going to hear that uh, draft sound. Evan, why don't we show them that draft sound? You're going to hear... Dun, 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 dun. That was a good imitation. That was a good try. <laughs> and then, and then, there it, there is. it is. Never late to never. Ah, that feels so good. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio Series XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, and we have our mock draft at 9 a.m. Eastern. The next four picks in the draft, we're taking you 13, 14, 15, and 16. And uh, we're looking forward to that as we do every day. Meantime. Meantime. In the meantime, <laughs> the in-between time. It's Chargers, Eagles, Saints, and Steelers. Kenny Pickett's still on the board, guys. Steelers going to take a franchise quarterback to replace Big Ben, you can find out, as I said, at 9 a.m. I thought they have Eastern one. Time. Mitchell Trubisky, I thought that was your guy. He's a yeah, bridge okay. quarterback, yeah, oh, Jay. Oh, ah. Plus, uh, we're, we're looking for a Cowboys caller. A caller, Jay. Is there any – are there Cowboys fans still, right? If you want to pick for Dallas, call 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, and you get to make the Cowboys pick – you call in now, you get played on the air tomorrow, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. So there it is. Um, meantime. Meantime. We are ready for the no-huddle offense, Jay. Let's do it. Doom, All right, time doom. to get to the no-huddle. Get you caught up on everything you missed from the weekend. No-huddle is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Get the $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless. And we begin... Debo Samuel remains the most intriguing storyline heading into this week's draft. The latest from the weekend, Debo went to a club, saw someone hold up a sign that said Debo is staying 49ers, and immediately waved his hand in front of his throat to indicate, uh uh-uh, here's Adam Schefter on what one issue might be between Debo and the Niners. Debo is in that situation. I think he'd like to be closer to home somehow. Now, again, there are other issues, of course, We'll see if the two sides can figure out a way to work it out, but it's still a difficult trade to complete. All right. Does Debo get traded before the draft this week, Key? I think I think he gets it could potentially get traded during the draft, not before the draft, but during the draft. Mm-hmm. If he's serious about really 
leaving the organization. One thing that organizations don't want is they don't want players that don't want to be there, especially high-profile players who could affect the locker room. And I think Debo Sam is one of those guys. Let him go get his money. If he doesn't want to be there, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, let's go get some picks. New York Jets seem to be interested. Let's go do it. Key, how long have we been doing our show now? Is it is two years? Feels like two years. Yeah, two years. And from the beginning of time, you said when a dude don't want to be there, you ain't going to keep him there. Debo don't want to be there. Bye-bye, Felicia. Think about it, though. Jay, not just in football. Let's just go to your sport. Yeah. James Harden, Ben Simmons. It's just it, – it, it, yeah. I don't want to be there. No other sport? You. No other sport? Baseball. Angel Hernandez didn't want to be there. In Major League Baseball on Sunday, an irate Kyle Schwarber <laughs> of the Phillies was tossed in the ninth for arguing balls and strikes versus the Brewers after striking out looking. He confronted home plate umpire Angel Hernandez. Boy, he kept that game moving. Hernandez did. Later, jotted him from the dugout after being tossed. The game had 26 combined strikeouts, including six called strikeouts. But, guys, here's the flip side of that. Two-hour, 49-minute game. That's game. Sped right it. through it, boy. You better swing that bat if Hernandez is back there. Here's Kyle Schwarber on the ejection. Everyone kind of saw what was going on, and you know, I'm not here to – very anyone, but you know, that was it, it wasn't very good. Now look, Hernandez does not have, ah, a, does not have ah. a he doesn't have a great <laughs> reputation calling balls and strikes. But here's the question: Should he ump? He should open an umpiring school to increase pace of play, right? He'll fix that. And also, how what kind of an impact does that have on the betting line, Jay? Oh, I w- I need his Venmo number so I can send him money every single week because if I if I know what this is, I mean from a gambling perspective, it's going to be crazy. Yep. Lose so much money on this. Our very yeah, that, own. La- that last one right there, to my eye right there, it looked like it cut at the last second, but it, it was moving so fast. I don't know. I got to go back and look at the replay. Uh, our very own Alan Yates immediately. What did you say, Yates? Where's Yates? Where did immediately. I need to know what that means for the betting lines. Like, yes. I'm Who- betting on strikeouts and he's, he's umping. I need to know. Y'all got some real problems, man. Yeah, I told you we're problems. Jay and Yates degenerates. Got real yes. problems. If yeah. you're sitting around trying to see bet on balls and strikes, <laughs> yeah. he, they bet on the flip of the coin toss before NFL games. Those are people that got real issues. Yeah. Yeah. You and Yates got issues. Yeah. I got right. five on that. I can't I, by the way, I, I tried to bet Matt, Max had bad service yesterday in the call because yeah. I tried to bet him that the Nuggets would win. And of course, right out, right when you did that. The service went out. I got to be honest. I wrote coming in that we should do a topic: Angel Hernandez ruining baseball, and I actually think he's fixing it. He's fixing. I it. I think he's fixing Make baseball it. Great again. He's fixing all of Rob Manfred's pace of play issues. People 100%. are now going to tune in to watch Angel Hernandez. Like, like I know people get mad at Ump Show, but this this is a thing now. I know we're in no huddle, but who was the Ump? Uh, the Levon Hernandez game it in was, the World uh, Series. It was Eric Gregg. Eric Gregg, yes. right? Eric Gregg, what Levon Hernandez? If if he if Eric Gregg thought you had a chance to touch the ball with the bat, and that was a strike. You better swing that bat. Ah. All right. Uh, meantime, Jokic, I got five on it. He got I'm me one. Tra- I mean, Jokic, thirty-seven, eight and six. He got me one. Great pass to Will Barton on the dagger three on the final possession. Now. He came out of the game on defensive possessions late. That doesn't happen to MB, does it, Yates? Uh, Still played 37 minutes, willed his team to victory, 126-121. Here is Jokic after the game on trying to guard Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. 
amazing i'm not gonna lie it's really interesting i have funny but uh i have something to say funny but i can because it's it's a lot of cursing <laughs> all right jay what do you make of them taking Jokic out yeah, for wait, defensive reasons? Last, it, you know. It's actually brilliance of Michael Malone. Now, a lot, all these people out here, I got into a whole argument with you, Yates. Yes, you, about, oh, look at the MVP sitting out. They went with a small lineup. Michael Malone put five guards out there so they could switch everything. Now, I don't even think that's a debate. If you want to get into a debate about Steve Kerr and the play design at the end for a lob, that's more of a conversation. But don't use that if to MB try to was there, does the he get? Does MB get subbed out? Does MB get roasted by Stephen Curry on the island by himself? You're damn right he does. What are you talking about? You know who doesn't? Who? Giannis. No, well, of course. So maybe maybe that's the difference between Giannis and those two dudes. Well, Giannis is the best player in basketball. Oh, oh, oh. Is he not? I think so. Anybody want to debate me on that? What Anybody want to debate me on Giannis being the best player in basketball? Giannis key? the best player in basketball, Key? I think you enjoy them all. That's what I say. Stop. Enjoy them all. Oh. Get them out of here. I think you just enjoy them all. Oh, this guy. No, I think, man, you know how I feel about the Joker, Jokic, whatever you want to call him. Bully ball, and that's really it for me. I know he got a jumper here and there. But here I don't expect for I don't expect for him to guard no guard at all. But at the same time, you can you can still defend the rim. And if I'm out and Steph Curry's at the three point line, you eight feet tall. Put your damn hands up. He did. He's the most. He's, yeah, no, get closer and put your hands stuff. up. I can't argue. Make him shoot you. over you. The thing is that the metrics say he's really good defensively, but eyeball test says no. you take Embiid over Jokic because Man, the got defense is okay. He got gravy look, boots. Look, he look, can't move. Look, neither can Joel Embiid on the perimeter guarding Steph yeah, Curry. Hor- Horford used to roast Embiid in the it, like that Horford one series. Horford can defend, him. but yeah. I'm telling you, Steph Curry gives somebody one hezzy. What are you going to do? You're going to try to lift and contest the shot. He drives by you. You're going to look like a fool. Is exactly. What you're do. Although Embiid will let guys get by him and then chase him down from behind. Yeah, high. recover. Yeah, he recovers for sure. All right. Ben Simmons. As usual, he's going to tough it out and play. Oh, no. Sorry. Wait, I read that wrong. Won't play for the Nets in game four tonight as they face elimination in their series with the Celtics. So it's going to come down to KD and Kyrie to try to save the Nets' season. So far, they're 0 for 3 trying to do that against this uh, Celtics defense. Here is Kyrie Irving following the Nets' Game 3 loss on Saturday. Remember, KD gets caught ball watching Game 1. They could have won. Game 2, 17-point collapse. They lose Game 3. Here is Kyrie after the game. We're all just trying to gel, and, and usually you're gelling around the right time, and that, that team in the other locker room is gelling at the right time. They've been gelling since Christmas. Uh, so for us, we, we're, we're just in a, in a new experience uh, as a group, and, and we just got to respect that and just you know bring everything we can to this next game and, and just do one possession at a time. You know, I don't want to be too cliche, but I don't have a lot of answers for how you make up time you know, from October until now. Uh, the drama, people suing me. I'm on TV talking like it's you and me. No, Kyrie. No, Kyrie. You're not on TV talking like it's you and me. You keep that talk to your locker room. I don't need to hear any excuses, bro. And I, I love Kyrie. I've said before he's one of the most dynamic scorers the game of basketball has ever seen, period. You're trying to argue but he this, might be the best player in basketball. But this is tone deaf, man. This is completely tone deaf. The fact that you made a decision that I backed for a vac- vaccination purpose. I backed you on it. Fine. But because of that, 
there are things that happen because of your own decision. James Harden, the chemistry falls. You guys are number one in the East. KD gets hurt. You can't play. You're allowed to play half the games here and there on the road. James Harden decides, screw this. I'm not with it. I'm out of here because I wanted a full team. He dips. Kevin comes back. Now you're in the seventh seat. Now you're in the verge of being swept. I don't want to hear you sit up here, even though it's the right thing to say with your teammates internally, that we don't have the continuity. We don't have chemistry. I get all that, but, bro, coming from you, I can't hear that publicly, Key. I can't. I can't. That's tone deaf. It's dumb to me. Why even say that to begin with? Just keep it internal, man. Well, I think what he, what he was trying to explain is the fact that with, the, with him missing time, the chemistry is thrown off. But much like you said, though, Part of that missing time is his own undoing. That was on him. He made the decision, which, again, it goes back to his vaccination status at the time when they wouldn't allow him to play basketball games in the arena. First, he couldn't play at all. Then it became basketball in the arena. Then it became basketball on the road only. And now, all of a sudden, in the end, he's able to play, but the chemistry isn't there. You know, if this was a month from now, two months from now, it's a different conversation. But it's his own undoing. Um, And I think he needs to recognize that and realize that. And I think he will. And you are absolutely right. It's a trickle-down effect. As I said a long time ago when James Harden made the decision that he wanted out of Boston, the reason is it's because he don't want to deal with that every other day. He didn't want to have to deal with the – not knowing what the situation and status was going to be of Kyrie Irving in terms of playing. If if Kyrie would have been available to them, James Harden would probably – I would bet James Harden would probably mm. still be on this team. And this That is would why, be my bet. This is why Key, Key and I were on the same page about this. Jay, actually, you were on the other side, which, or at least temporarily. Early on when he made the decision not to get vaccinated, right, it, you can support someone, especially if it's on a religious principle or something like that, you can support someone's choice to put their personal – lives and beliefs ahead of their professional lives but it it could have an impact on their professional life right and that's what happened here obviously everything you guys just mentioned what what kind of ripple effect did it have with James Harden breaking up the team now the hole they're in all those things and and the fact is like if Kyrie would have said the following this is less tone deaf look we obviously don't have the same kind of chemistry other teams have you know who've been playing together the whole time and I realize a lot of that is the choice I made in my own personal life about vaccinations. Boom. And you know what? The fact is it has had an impact on my professional life, and I got to deal with it, and I got to answer to the guys in that locker room about it. No question. But here, here's the twist, though. Yeah, Evan, that would have been, that hold, hold been good, Max. But yeah. hold on, it's hold not on. realistic, Evan, right? Evan, he ain't going to say that. Evan, come on the show. Tell me <laughs> and tell everybody what you just said in my ear about, because I think context is very important. Because I asked Evan during the break, I'm like, hey, what was the question asked to Kyrie that would lead him to this place? Evan, what did you say? Yeah, so he was asked, uh, he's, they said Blake Griffin was just in here, and Blake said that the uh, spirit of the team is not where he thought it needed to be. Do you agree with that assessment? Mm. So that's why he took it to that point. It was almost like, you know, sometimes, Kia, I don't know if you ever felt this way. When you're in a locker room or you get asked a whole bunch of questions, you get hot about certain things. You're like, yo, it don't matter what they're going to ask me. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. And it felt like this was something where Kyrie prioritized because coming off that about spirit, you're saying, yeah, you know, our, our energy level, our defensive effort, all these things need to be better. You would address that about Blake Griffin. But he took it and he twisted it and he turned it like, 
oh, well, the continuity, our team chemistry, we haven't been able to be together. I'm like, well, it feels like you're being defensive, but you're one of the main reasons why you didn't develop that. And even though I know that's true, like you should still come at it with the same kind of self-awareness, Max, because he is very self-aware. Then there are moments where I'm like, but you're not self-aware. I don't understand which one is it. Here's one. You know how everyone always invokes MJ to say how some other player isn't good enough? Now I'm going to invoke MJ, and I'm sure after I do this, other people will use this example, but I'm going to do it, where it hurt the team, okay? When he retired from basketball, this is how hard it is to do what KD and Kyrie are trying to do. When MJ retired from basketball the first time after three-peating, he went to play baseball. That didn't work out, right? He got to double A, and that was his limit. He hadn't played in a long time or whatever. Okay. He comes back to the NBA. I want to say this was, year, this was the second year he was absent. And I want to say he played like 28 games. That's off the top of my head. Something like that. Less than half a season. Never really got all the way back. Didn't have his basketball legs. The Bulls, with MJ and Pippen and everyone, got beaten in the playoffs. When I always say he never didn't win in under seven games, that was the one time they didn't because he really didn't have his legs. In other words, it wasn't really MJ. Then the next year they swept Orlando, who had beaten them, and they beat a 64-win team in the finals in under seven games. But it's so hard to do what these guys are trying to do MJ, Michael Jordan, in his prime, right, came back 28 games and and lost in the playoffs, the only time he ever did when he was crewed up. These guys have not had continuity. Kyrie has not played a full season. Now at the 11th hour, they're trying to get it all together against a great defensive team like the Celtics. It is hard to do what they are doing. But Kyrie should at some point publicly address the fact that that, that it is what his personal choices have resulted in this professional situation. It just feel like this is a cluster fill in the blank, right? Like, this is what it is. And like to, to even take it a, van, a step further, Key. Cluster umbrella, a cluster. <laughs> uh, it just feels a little key, like take it a step further. You got the Steve Nash stuff as it relates to coaching, which I've been on cluster for the whole year. Cluster. You got the Ben Simmons situation where he's wearing New York Nick colors on the sideline man stop on. jay stop key it's all of it combined oh it's all of it combined. The you got the whole you got the whole thing about him going to play he doesn't play you got Kyrie saying this and then here's the biggest thing key that i want to get your opinion on i don't think i've ever seen a superstar become so small in a big moment bruce brown took 19 shots in a must win game three the Brooklyn Nets. He took 19 shots. He took exponentially more shots than Kevin Durant, a guy that we said is the greatest scorer in the world. So then that leaves me on the conversation. I'm like, I've never seen a player become so small in that. Like he was, it almost like KD was human. And that, that's what Boston made him seem. He's superhuman in every other aspect, but in that, he became human. And I, I think that was the most shocking thing that I noticed throughout this whole thing. You said last week, oh, he don't come back. He don't drop big game, game three. Didn't. Is that that's when a well, team yeah, knows key that they can I mentally said, cripple you? Jay. When a team knows they can mentally cripple you, yes. isn't that so? Well, isn't what that a, yeah, what about that key? Yes. They didn't respond. I was shocked too in three I, games I, now. Uh, as I would do my press conference, I would say I certainly thought that this team would have responded, including Kevin Durant. It didn't happen. Uh, we got to look forward to Game Four, and hopefully we don't get swept, and and oh we can goodness. pick up some momentum from there. Uh, that's what I would say. But he did not play nearly at the level that I would think anybody anticipated. The first two, he gave you the first half. I mean, the second half of the first game, the first half of the second game, 
He disappeared the second half, and then now in the third game, I just I don't have any know what his problem words is, for it. it. It's not. Look, man, Kevin Durant is still. If I'm picking five dudes right now on the floor, he's gonna be the first one off the. He's gonna probably be the first one out probably the locker room be, for huh? me. Probably. Well, I mean, now. yeah, because because I'll still take LeBron and Giannis and and KD will probably be there and Steph will be there and maybe there's Tatum and. Here's the know, problem now, though, guys. LeBron, when he had the title, was undisputed for years and years. He was the best player in the game, period. And it was supposed to be KD's turn. He's not undisputed. At best, he has a little bit of a claim to some people, whatever. So does this guy. So does that guy. And here's what's worse to me. But Could was you LeBron imagine? undisputed, though, Max, yeah, yeah, after for the years. Dallas game? No, 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 no. That's no. He wasn't undisputed until he won his championship, right? When he got back, when he got to Miami, the second season in Miami, it was like that's the best player in the game, and he didn't give that up till recently. Okay, what I'm saying now about KD is he just lost with Kyrie on the. Could you imagine LeBron getting swept? But it's, it's with not, Kyrie it's, it's on his team. But it's swept, not fair, it's, though, man. It's not fair to try to. I, go ahead, Jay, man. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I, I, it's not look, fair I, to do that. The legacy of KD is still intact to me because the guy's a, a multi-time championship. But those championships did come with Steph, right? So this is him on his own team. Key, the most shocking thing is – I said it again. Yeah, it is on his own team. The, the, having a team mentally Different. cripple you to the degree that the Celtics have done to KD, that's the most shocking thing because you're looking at him saying, you're the best player in basketball – how mentally do you get there? KD got, went and did a courageous thing to me, went to Brooklyn to form his own thing, not to coat ride, coattail ride the, the Warriors. Hard to do. And he's finding out just how hard to, be, to, to have your own team and take that team to a championship. Meantime, the Bulls were tripped up by the Bucks, so to speak, in game four and now face elimination. That's next what? ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast.